5: Welcome, everyone, once again to a brand new show. This is the RF Sports Radio Show. You're on live with us right now. It is Friday, January 28th, and we got so much to talk about. We hate we missed you guys last night with the Mazda Rockets game. We got a lot of interviews coming up from that. And our guest tonight, we have an exclusive with Mark Cuban. And you guys are not going to believe some of the stuff he has to say about 3D TV and, and sports in general and the whole 3D revolution. So we'll talk about that we got to talk about Jeff Fisher. He's out as head coach at the Tennessee Titans. We'll talk about that. The NBA All-Star lineup is set. We'll talk about that also. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get the show started since we got started a little bit late today. Let me bring on my co-host, Royce, real quick. Royce, how you doing, man? Right there. How's it going? A wonderful Friday and the big D, man. Beautiful day. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a beautiful day. It's a great day today. People are starting to come into town for the Super Bowl and we got so much stuff planned for you guys next week. We're gonna have a whole lineup of uh, Super Bowl shows, from a guide of what to do and what not to do, where to go and what not to go. But also all the Super Bowl parties. We have some special guests lined up for next week, and it's gonna be pretty much the only thing to listen to. You, the only thing you need to listen to next week is our show. Am I right, Ross? That's right. That's it.
6: We are gonna have a lot of the exclusive, the places to be seen at, places to go, places to not go. Uh, the parties, uh, the, the eateries, the club, you name it.
5: The you name, name it. it. That's, right. that's right. You name it. We got it all. We got it all. So let's go ahead and get everything started. If you guys listen to us live, we did get, get cause it started kind of late because so they had a little technical difficulty. But you always know you can call in live. And Friday night's our biggest show for our call-ins. So give us a call at 323-927-2906. That's three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. Give us the call so we can get you guys on as quick as possible. Let's go ahead and get to some of the top stories real quick. And a big story that we got going on right now is the uh, Tiger Woods. We talked about this yesterday, him getting a start to his uh, PGA Tour. He's playing in the Farmers Insurance Open. And, of course, that he really, really likes the Tory Pines course. That's the legendary course that he won, the uh, U.S. Open, with the playoff of Rocco Media when he played on the – a uh, messed up knee, leg, were broken, torn, whatever you could do to a, a leg, he had it done and actually won the U.S. Open. And right now, Tiger is tied for 22nd. He is uh, only about five shots off the lead, so that's that's big for Tiger. He's minus six, and leader Bill Hawes is in the clubhouse at minus 11. And a couple other notable guys on the board, John Daly. John Daly's at minus eight. Anthony Kim is second at minus nine. I mean, Ross, this is shaping up to really be a who's who uh, of the PGA Tour. Well, you know, you're absolutely
6: right. To see John Daly and Anthony Kim, you know, he was hurt all last year. John Daly didn't make the cut on a lot of things. And, you know, of course, we know that you're a Tiger. I had to see these guys come back and uh, lead the field. is just great. And for Tiger to shoot a bogey-free round was great. I don't remember the last time I seen him shoot a bogey-free round.
5: Well, uh, you're absolutely right about that. He had a great start. Was minus three his first round. Uh, he brought He had a 69 the first round, bogey free, like Roy said. In the second round, he did a minus three as well. They had to the rally right there at the end to get get into contention. Now he's only five shots off the lead, which is nothing for Tigers going into the weekend. Which is, I'm glad he's just playing well. I've got something to watch this weekend, so I'm happy about that. And then another uh, other golfers up in the leaderboard. Hunter Mayhem is at minus eight. Uh, John Daly, I mentioned him. Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson is at minus eight. Even a young guy, yeah. like Ricky Fowler, is at minus eight. So this is going to say we're going to be a, a weekend. I know it's not the football. Of course, they have the Pro Bowl coming, but there's no you know Super Bowl to next week. But this might be the the most watched event this uh, weekend.
6: Oh yeah, this
5: week. you're absolutely right, Rodney. Because, like I said, it's the beginning of the season and it starts golfing. Yes, I'll be left to tune into that. I'll be looking for that. Uh, I'll be looking for that all weekend. I'll be watching Tiger tomorrow and hopefully watching him win on Sunday. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Let's jump into another huge topic that we got to touch on, Royce. The announcement yesterday about Jeff Fisher and the Titans are going to be splitting. He's not going to be coming back as the head coach. And we talked about when it first came down that uh, Vince Young was not going to be the quarterback anymore. We thought for sure Jeff Fisher was going to stay. Bud Adams, you know, Vince Young was his guy. They had a huge riff at the end of last season. Vince Young finished the season with the team. He was sitting at home. And and we all thought that Jeff Fisher was going to be the guy that stayed. you know, if anybody stays. Well, they had a press conference today to try to get things hammered out and and Bud Adams said it was just time for a change. Now, in the 16 seasons that Jeff Fisher has been a head coach for us, he's only had six winning seasons out of 16.
4: Right. I mean, right. do you
5: think, it's, you think it's time for have a change there? I mean, he, has, he only had one Super Bowl appearance. And even uh, Vince Young, for him to have the trouble with Vince Young as he has, I mean, Vince right. Young is a winning quarterback. He's got a winning record as a starter, two Pro Bowls. I mean, did Jeff Fisher – What's the whole reason why he's not going to be a coach next year? Well, well, you know, right in the the midway of the season, they talked about
6: Jeff Fisher uh, staying in Tennessee because of the record of the season that they were having. But you can't name one coach that's still in the league that's been there longer than he has, or even still there when he started. And he's been there 25 years. That's, That's a long time for a coaching career. You know, with the same thing, that's a long time. I mean, I don't think anybody ever get that milestone. But you got to give him credit for lasting 25 years. And it was time for a change. Same thing with Tom Landry. With Tom Landry had been with Dallas so long, it was time for a change. I think it was. Yeah, it
5: was different. And he mentioned that in his comments, Jeff Fisher said today, that I've been coaching for 25 years and it's, and it's time. I need a break. I think timing-wise, this is a perfect opportunity to do this so the organization can move forward with their plan, and I'll move forward with, the, with whatever happens in the future. Now, my question to you, Royce, is, I mean, how long is Jeff Fisher out of the NFL? How long is he out of coaching?
6: I'm not long. I look for somebody. All these vacancies and coaches that got fired this year, somebody pick him up. I look for him to be out long. I'm no, he, might, he might have
5: left because he have a job somewhere else. Well, that's always a possibility. I mean, this is uh, the NFL, and with so much uncertainty going into the new season, we talked yesterday about the whole collective bargaining, uh, not yesterday but the day before, about the whole collective bargaining uh, fiasco. So uh, you never know. I mean, this this is going to be a, a wild and crazy off season, and a wild and crazy uh, uh, season if we have one or whenever that season starts uh, next year. But I don't think Jeff Fish is going to be out of coaching very long. I know he can pretty much go where he wants to go at this point, and everyone's weighing in on it. In my opinion, Jeff Fisher was time for him to kind of move on, see what he could do. In the past three seasons, he had a thirteen and three record, the best record. Then they go eight and eight the next season, and then they go to this year six and ten. So if any any coach that the failed, care how long you've been there. Once that happens, I mean it's time to kind of move on and part ways. And I'm so surprised that Bud Adams got rid of both guys. I thought he would at least keep one, but he decided to get rid of both. Uh, let's move on to other top stories here in the sports world today. One I want to touch on real quick is about the Rangers and the Yankees. And all of our Rangers news is, is sponsored courtesy of RangersFanBlog.com. So go to RangersFanBlog.com. You can follow all the stories about the Rangers. Uh, and, of course, they're getting ready for spring uh, training here pretty soon. But a story I found today it was really interesting. I think everyone's going to get kicked out of this, but – seems like the Rangers and the uh, Yankees are already having a huge war of wars, so to speak, between the two. And this all started with Chuck Greenberg and his comments that he made about Cliff Lee. They were trying to sign Cliff Lee all offseason to get something done. It was them and the Yankees going back and forth, and Cliff actually ended up going to uh, Philadelphia. So what Chuck Greenberg said, and he said this on Sunday during the Fan Fest, He said, we didn't know specifically that Philadelphia was in on Cliff until the day he agreed to terms with Philly. He said, but all along we thought if a mystery team would come forward that there was a pretty good chance that it would be Philly. So they had an idea about it. Now his comment was that he basically said they kept the negotiations up long enough that the Rangers could not, I mean the Yankees, I'm sorry, could not get Cliff Lee. So he's trying to take credit for the Rangers uh, was for the Yankees not being able to get Cliff Lee. And that's how this whole firestorm started, Royce. I mean, he made these comments out here, and the, and the Yankees responded. But, you know, why even comment about a player that's not even on the team anymore?
6: Yeah,
5: I, like I said, I think, this
6: house, I think they blame the Rangers. But uh, I think if they should blame Cliff Lee. Everything was in his hands. And, you know, I think they were expecting to get him because he was supposed to go to the Rangers then to New York. And so they had to blame somebody. You know, they didn't get it. You know, they used to give what they want. I think they're just upset.
5: Yeah. And then, well, Yankees president uh, Randy Levine did fire back in his only uh, New York fashion as he could. But he came back strong and said, you know, he, he said basically Chuck is delusional. He said, I think Chuck is delusional. He's been running the Rangers for a few minutes and seems to believe he's matching what everyone else is thinking. I think he should let Cliff Lee speak for himself. I'll be impressed when he demonstrates he can keep the Rangers off welfare. And what I mean is make them not a revenue-sharing recipient for three years in a row. Without taking financing from baseball or advance money from television networks, then I'll be impressed. Those are some strong comments there, Royce. I mean, yeah, but he's got a point, strong. I guess.
6: Yeah, he does. And he's absolutely he, he wasn't lying about none of it. You know, they weren't bankruptcy. You know, just last year. And uh, he's absolutely right. And and like I said, this is only the first time they've even been to the World Series. So you're talking about the Yankees and the Rangers, talking about two totally different organizations.
5: Yeah, Yeah, I I thought the funniest part of that was the fact he said, I'll be impressed if he keeps them off of welfare.
6: Wow. That's
5: that's a strong Mm. comment right there. Wow. Strong comment right
6: there. That's a very strong comment. But
5: they're not on
6: work right now. <laughs> no, not That's at all. Uh, That's right. Not at all. But one thing about the Rangers, you know, far they've always been in trouble. You know, even when they took that big contract with a and he left and they still were paying him out even after he left, you know, and they get a lot of big contracts and with no results. So I think, you know, it's a lot to be said about all that. But he said it's kind of true, you know, in fact. But uh, maybe they're on the right track now. Maybe it's financially they stable, and, you know, maybe the team is going to be in contention every year. So maybe it's a new era
5: of dynasty for the Rangers. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And, again, you got again everyone can follow this story, anything about the Rangers at rangersfanblog.com. Now, this is also trickled down to the players, and now they're weighing in now. Uh, oh, Birdman, yeah. uh A guy they picked up, you know, from the Eastern uh, Astros, and now is a um, – Now he's actually a Ranger. He says, I mean, now he's a Yankee, I'm sorry. And he said, I feel like if they didn't re-sign Cliff Lee, that they were going to be an average team. And I feel that's probably what's going to end up happening. He says, it's all about your pitching. I feel like last year was one of those special years where you kind of catch lightning in the bottle and it got hot and they had some guys, and I felt like they were pitching better than their talent level. And consequently, they had a great year. So this is what he's saying. I mean he's watched he's been in baseball for a long time and that's what he's saying yeah. that right. you know, this was just a one one time trick pony it was a type. Blue. Of blue. Blue. Right, right. It was a right. So today, uh CJ Woodson, the Rangers pitcher, you know, talk about pitching. He was on the Ben and Skin show on ESPN one oh three FM here in Dallas. And he says, I think it's funny. He said we we he was contemplating retirement, so I'm not gonna take anything too seriously. I'm not going to get offended by anything he says. If that's a representative idea of what people around the league think, that's better for us because they're going to do the same thing and they're going to not take us seriously. And if we end up stumping through the playoffs again, everyone will be like, wow, what a bummer. So they're firing back. Now the players are involved. I mean, is this going to be – it's always been a rivalry between these two teams because this was the only team that they had a chance to ever play in the playoffs and the team that always takes them out, you know, and right. they beat them this time in the in the uh, playoffs this past year. Right. Is this going to be the new rivalry? Is it is this going to be our new rival now? Well,
6: you we know they've always played each other tough. You know the Rangers have won some, but they they couldn't get over that hump with the Yankees. Uh, let's just hope that Rangers can back that up, and let's see. Bring it on! I I you know I'm, I'm excited. I, just, I, I like for them to build a game up like this. Keep talking, make it a rivalry. It it's always been a rivalry. Right. It's always been a rivalry. And and the Rangers just need to come out and just show them who's about. You know, with the kids on the block. Right. That's it. Just back it up. You know. That's and let's just hope it's not a fluke. <laughs> you That's know, right. they but they this, team always, this team has always been in contention. You know, the last couple of years, we saw it get better and better every year. You know, the last couple of years. So they always were a player away for making it over that huh. And the league could have been that factor, you know, this year. But we'll see next year. I'd say bring it on. Let's let's see what happens next
5: year. Yep, simple as that. That's all you have to do. The right. players have to play right. and and we'll see what happens. Right. But of course again we want to make sure you guys know you can follow all your Rangers information at Rangersfanblog dot com. Let's take a quick break real fast. We'll come back. We'll get into the NBA All Star lineup and talk about that for a minute. And don't forget, later oh, on yeah. the show, we have a special guest, uh, Mark Cuban, and he'll be on, and he'll talk about some stuff about 3D TV, some stuff I really think you guys really need to hear. This is a exclusive for RF Sports Radio. So we'll be right back after this commercial. You're listening to RF Sports Radio, sports talk from a fan's perspective.
4: Calling all models. Model. Calling all actors. Calling all music artists. Music Calling artists. all comedians, comedians. and producers. I got producer. a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. Okay. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal Twitter, like Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign love up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. We book right now. Right now.
2: Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdomencounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash encounter, Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you.
5: Text time is coming. Now you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call on time tax services at 214 431 7853. That's 214 431 7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call on time tax services 214 431 7853 to get your rapid refund on time.
1: Super Bowl is coming. Don't miss the chance for your business, product, service, or website to reach thousands of sports fans from around the world that will be coming to our backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. We have several Super Bowl shows and appearances planned for the biggest evening in sports. We have straight teams available to get your message in the hands of sports fans. Don't miss out on reduced advertising rates for more bang for your buck. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. See you at the Super Bowl.
5: Back with us live here at the RF Sports Radio Show uh, We're getting ready to get into some more talk If you guys are listening to us online Make sure you give us a call at any time 323-927-2906 Follow us online at rfsportsradio.com Or com slash rfsportsradio And stay up to date with everything we got going on uh, I got Royce of course on the show with me tonight And we have got to talking about Tiger Woods We talked about Jeff Fisher and the Rangers versus the Yankees, and so let's get into a little NBA action real quick. Uh, the All-Star Game lineups were announced, and let's go over who we got starting in the All-Star Game. On the eastern side of the of, of the ball, we've got uh, guards, Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rose are going to be starters. LeBron James in the three position, Amari Stoudemire playing the four, and Dwight Howard will play center. I guess no surprises with him. And then in the west, Uh, The starting lineup in the West is going to be Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant getting the nod as the uh, forward, and Yao Ming playing center. And that's going to be the question right here. Of course, the starting lineups in the NBA All-Star Game are based on votes alone, and we all know how strong China is when it comes to the NBA. So Yao Ming gets the nod. That's where the whole subject right now is who's going to take Yao Ming's place in the center position. Mm. Let's start there real quick, Wallace. Who do you think is going to be the guy that takes the center position from Yao Ming?
6: Wow, that's a good question, Rodney, in the West. Who do we have? You know, i like to see Tyson Chandler because, uh, to me, in the West, he, he's been the most productive, he's the most exciting. I think, you know, he's uh, he's got to be in the top three in the West. Uh, mm.
5: I like Tyson Chandler. What about you? I like Tyson, too. I mean, as of late, he's had career-high games. He had 21-19 and, and 21 last night against the Rockets. So he's had right. like career games. here, and his, Offensively, he's been great. But right now, he's still averaging nine points a game and nine rebounds a game. And I think that's what's going to hurt him in the long run. In my opinion, right. I know the game's in L.A., but I think they'll definitely have Bynum as a center. I think he'll be the starting center, even though he only played a month. And they could, of course, right. slide Kim Duncan in there. Of course, Greg Popovich is going to be coaching the West, so they could slide him in there as well, too. Uh, so well, that could know, happen.
6: Tim Duncan might, might not be a bad pick because the Spurs are leading everybody. In the, I mean, they had the best record in the NBA. And you you got to give them credit. you got to get the best team. you got to give one of the players from one of the best teams in the NBA. Don't you agree? Yeah. Well, it's true. And, and he got to have one. Yeah, at least right. have one. you gotta
5: have one. Yeah, you gotta have at least one uh, player from the best well, team on the roster. Record. You got the coach right. right. right?
6: So whatever team had the best record at that time, and you know it used to be like that. And you know it wasn't so much a popularity contest, but they always picked somebody that was leading the division. You always had one player. You know, Tim Duncan might not be a bad. He's an All Star. We all know that. You know, but uh, Tyson Chandler would be my second choice, uh, and I, I agree with that. What do you think about that?
5: Well, I like Tyson Chandler in that position. I just don't think he's going to get it. I know everyone's trying to get him in there. Right. But I just don't know right. if he'll even make the team at this point. But talk about the teams overall. I mean, you heard the East, Dwayne Wade, Derrick oh, yeah. Rose, LeBron James, Marge Sotomayor, Dwight Howard, and the West with Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul, Carmel Anthony, Kevin Durant and a center to be named. If you look at those rosters on paper, what team would you take if you had to start a team?
6: Man, I tell you, that's a that's a hard pick. But I'd have to favor the East right now simply because of the center position in the West. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to have to get somebody athletic to compete. We're talking about Dwight Howard, you know. And uh, you're going to have somebody that's athletic and, then, you know what I mean, long length and a shot blocker. So uh, who else is in Tyson jump? But I, as far as the matchup, Wow, man! What a, they, they're gonna score at least three hundred points that game. It's probably the highest
0: score
6: <laughs> all star game, man. I mean, can you see who's gonna play defense? Right, I mean, true. you have nothing but shooters. You know, it, it, five guys, six guys can average to twenty points. <laughs> so yeah, think about it. Yeah, we got, yeah, we have seven, uh, you know, guys off the bench averaging twenty. Points. It's gonna be a high scoring game, man. Yeah,
5: it's gonna it, be a good is. game. But we'll a, talk. Right. And we'll talk a lot more about it as it gets closer. Uh, and I've got some interesting stuff about our star weekend. We'll talk about that definitely as the time gets closer. But speaking of guys scoring in double figures and guys averaging uh, a high point total, last night the Mavericks had seven guys in double digits right. last night. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. they pulled out a win against the Houston Rockets. They won 111 to 106. And they they started out with a bang. I mean, they came out. Oh yeah, they had yeah, we're a 20 point, 25 point lead in the first half. I thought for sure it's gonna be you know over with. So and then the out. third quarter, you know, something happened in that third quarter. And and Coach Carlisle talked about that last night. He he talked about the stars that they have, and also what happened in the game, especially in that third quarter. And this is Coach Carlisle after after last night's game when the Mavs beat the Houston Rockets
3: yeah I thought we played about three really good quarters of basketball and about one quarter you know of subpar basketball so uh, I'm glad we won uh you know i think the the other quarter of our game um is upside, and we've gotta we've gotta get better with it um I don't have any excuses for it uh except you know that they're a hard charging team that keeps coming at you and you know, we got to do a better job when they do. Simple as that.
5: Now you heard him talk exactly about what we said. I mean, they, they came out, you know, playing really, really great. It was about, like he said, three quarters of good basketball. That four quarter, they made a huge effort to get back in the game and take the lead. Uh, and J.J. Barrera was huge last night. I mean, the the whole thing with this team, with the fact they have these injuries from Caron Bella to – Dirk limping around the court and they, they make the trade for Pager and Pager isn't playing yet. You know, all these players have to step up at this point and, and you saw with seven players in double figures, everyone's having having a chance to step up, especially J.J. Barea, Sean Marion stepping up. Everyone's having a pretty decent night last night and he talked about just that, about players stepping up and also about Dirk. I mean, Dirk is still not 100% and he talked about that last night too. Bruce,
3: tough times. Well, it's not gonna be Dirk and Jed every night. It's or not gonna be Dirk, Jed or Kidd every night. It's gonna you know we have to have other guys do it. Um you know, during this period of the season so far, you know, we've had Stevenson step up with some big games, we've had you know, Jet and Dirk have had their share, Kidd has had some some monster games. Um but you know, we have strong belief in the other guys. I mean barea has been a difference maker for us. Um you know, Tyson is uh, getting more accustomed to the guys he's playing with and, and he's you know he's getting more involved offensively which is good. Um yeah, I like some of the things Mahimi did tonight, you know. Uh and so and Pavlovich was uh was was really good. I mean I you know I thought he defensively he was real solid and he and he hit hit open shots and he made some plays. So look we we've got we've got a really good team here. And you know I, I we just gotta work at continuing to get better. Um, and, you know, in those situations when we can build big leads, you know, we want to try to add to them. And uh, we were on, we, we didn't get that done tonight. Do you think Tyson deserves to be an all-star? He'll get consideration. Um, I would think he'll get some votes. Um, we know what he means to us. And uh, he's one of our all-star guys for sure. Um, but he's not going to make the team, uh, I don't think. I just, you know, looking at the list of guys, I think it's. It'd be great if he did. Um, and I don't, th- I don't think it's an impossibility, but I think it's, it's going to be very difficult. Are you
0: sensing any frustration in, in other areas of Dirk's game because he's
3: having trouble with his, with his shot? Uh, you know, I'll have to. I would have to talk to him about that. You know, right now he just. It's it's all about getting the right doses of minutes and just trying to work work the conditioning. Back to where it needs to be. I mean, he's still, you know, he's still hitting shots. I mean, it, when he misses one or two here or there that we're we're accustomed to him making every time, you know, everybody, everybody overreacts. You know, um, but I said this close to two weeks ago when he first came back. Other guys are going to have to pick him up for a while. And tonight, you know, Chandler, Berea were two guys that did that. Pavlovich. You know, we had other guys play play solid games as well, and um, and that's the way it's going to be. And I thought Marion, you know, did a lot of good things out there, and and, and he had he had key baskets and, and key plays around the ball when when we were able to kind of answer some of their runs. So uh, we're going to have to do this as a team. And um, you know, I, you know, Dirk was Superman for the first third of the season, and uh, and right now, you know, we're going to have to. Um, we're going to have to be there for
5: them. It's- and there was uh, Coach Rick Carlisle talking about uh, the players on the team having to step up, talked about tight and his all-star chances, and also Dirk and his injury and how he's going to have to come back. Now, Royce, you heard him talk about how important it is for every Mavs to contribute at this time. And we saw that last night, but let me ask, in your opinion, how long can that last? And, and what do you think about, you know, some of the players that stepping up, especially off the bench?
6: You know, And for weeks we talked about who's going to step up, you know, when Butler went down and Dirk went down. And we, we, we had nobody. Remember, they went on a losing streak. And for weeks we talked about this. I, and I guess it took the whole team to step up. And just imagine if these guys hadn't. We hadn't had seven guys and never figures. What the score would be, and I you got to give credit to Houston, you know, uh, and a lot of credit. They never gave up, and Houston's always been a scrappy team. They're they're a good team. It's just they've won a lot of games, but they always play the Mavericks rough. And and thank God for JJ Barrera last night because he really made an impact on that game. But uh, yeah, he took did. the whole team to step up. Took the whole team to step up. You know, we talked about who's going to step up. And certain nights, certain players would do it, but it wasn't enough. You know, the win, they went on that losing streak. So, uh, it's good to see him. I just hope they keep it up.
5: Yeah, exactly. And J.J. Bure, like you said, has been that guy that, you know, straight go-to guy, especially when it comes down into the fourth quarter. And I talked to J.J. last night about that. This is me talking to him about what well, you talked about, Royce, about him having to step up in the role he's been playing uh, here lately. There was a play like in the late in the fourth quarter. You got came time out timeout, and I guess you called your number on the play. You that shot to kind of put the lead out there. How big is it now that you're kind of like a go-to guy at the end? The oh, it's it's,
3: it's it's amazing. It's awesome for my for my confidence. It's awesome for my it's for my game, and it's awesome from have trust and like the trust that they got on me, the coaches and the players.
5: It's a good feeling. So how does it feel now I mean, you, you've always been pretty much a fan favorite, but it's kind of growing now, especially in the last couple of games. Well,
0: Fennifer so so, always been great.
3: Always been great, towards so me. And I'm just glad to, to give him something so they could, they could be more proud of me. Good.
5: And he's right. J.J. Brad is growing into a huge fan favorite. Um, he, they chant him in the crowd. I mean, the way he's playing right now, Royce, he's got to be one of the uh, better Mavericks on the team at this point. He's carrying the team a lot of time by itself he did that in the fourth quarter last night. Same way he did in the Clippers game also. I also talked to Tyson Chandler and asked him specifically about his offensive game. As I mentioned before, he's had three good games in a row, twenty one, nineteen and twenty one last night. He actually finished last night with twenty one points, fifteen rebounds, and was eleven for twelve from the free throw line, which is a great performance for a big man playing a five. So he talking about side about his offensive game and and if he's gonna start developing developing the offensive game a lot more.
7: You no, know, I started off with one. That was the only one. Uh, now I'm up to like I think about five or six. So did the rest of them in with a lob? No, I got a couple. I got a couple little post up looks in in about. Three of them lives. Two or two of them alive are thinking in a couple post ups and then a jump shot. So, we are well rounded nowadays. But is it fair to say though that the vast <coughs> sort majority of your points don't come off plays called for? You, yeah, that they, no. That they yeah, the flow of the game. Or yeah, whatever. I might score six points off plays. You know, that is just the flow of the game. I just try to get a feel of the game um, and you know where my looks are going to come from. But
0: you know, when an offense
7: when an offense is consistent. I'm able to get more, you know, looks and opportunities, obviously, because I get a little more feel of the game. You know, I struggle when uh, when our offense is stagnant, because mm-hmm. then you can't read the flow and how it's going to go.
5: And he was talking about uh, not being able to read the flow. He's just basically out there getting points, and and you can tell he's getting rebounds. After those 15 rebounds he had, he scored a lot of second chance baskets. He's been so critical, so key for the team. I think he could be an all-star. I know Rick Carlisle says one thing, but I think he could be an all-star. I mean, the way he's been playing, especially as of late. So I talked to Mark Cuban about this this exact thing and how he felt about Tyson being an all-star and and what he's going to do to try to
7: get Tyson uh, in the all-star game.
0: Have an impact on the team and basically change the culture. That's Tyson Chandler. He's probably done that as well as anybody in the league this year. Not only that, he's scoring. What's the average in the last few games? What percentage is he shooting? I mean, his stats, his impact. Kelsey for himself. Do you feel like there needs to be a two center on the West roster? As long as his name is Tyson Chandler, yes. Yeah, I think him and Andrew Bynum are probably two best in the West. A far end. Bynum's played what? But
5: still, I mean, no, uh, no, that, What's that? Maybe. I think he's more of a four than a two know you got the AC net thing. And, then you- and there was Mark Cuban talking about Tyson Chandler and uh, the fact that he feels like Tyson and Andrew Bynum are the two of the best centers in the West. Royce, would you agree with that? Oh yeah, right. You know, we were picking on the playground and
6: and. Uh, Chris Powell was gone, and uh, uh, Dwight Howard was gone. Your was was gone, and and these two guys were left. I I take them for backups in a minute, and uh, they've been playing at all star caliber. So you know, quite naturally, candidates. And and I believe JJ Barrett could score on anybody in the league, and this guy is relentless. He's a tough cookie. So I yeah I, I, agree, I, I agree with you. They've been both playing like all-stars lately. So why
5: not Tyson Chandler? He's been playing like one. Yeah, yeah. And we got a chance to spend a little time with Dirk last night. He talked about uh, not just Tyson Chandler being all-star, but also his injury as well, too. Listen to what he said about his injury and how he's trying to make himself back back into all-star shape.
7: Well, it's not where it was, but it's getting better. I think it's moving better again. First, first half and then the second half I get a little fatigued quick, but I'm going to keep on fighting and uh, eventually I'll get there.
0: What's the biggest thing you're missing right now?
7: Yeah, just legs. those legs in the wing and the second half is a little rough. And, uh, I'll keep on plugging and keep on doing some work uh, on off days and hopefully get there soon.
0: You've never had to deal with anything like this before, so how are you dealing with it?
7: Yeah, well, I was never out for three weeks, <clears throat> really, so during the season. So that's the first time uh, I'm kind of going through this period of, of kind of, uh, you know, trying to work my way back. Uh, so you know, I deal with it like everybody else, just taking it one game at a time and do my work on my to try to be ready. Now you he's working all the time trying to get better, but
5: Royce, you can see him on the under court, physically living around, I mean. What do you think about his injury now, his progression and coming back?
6: Well, you know, once they get healthy, I say by all star break, you know, if they stay close and keep on the winning streak. And uh Dirk gets healthy and make a run, you know, that's when teams make them run, they break away from the crowd, they make their positions after all star break. So when Dirk comes back in this team and Tyson plays the way he plays and J.J. J get the minutes and points from the guys off the bench. You know, they they just as good as anybody else in the West. So uh, I hope he does get healthy. and uh, let him take his time,
5: you know, and these guys keep stepping up. They'll be all right. Yeah, I would agree with that point. And, and uh, speaking of Mavs injuries, we know Dirk is trying to make his way back. He's been playing, trying to play through it. I did have a chance to speak with Karan Butler um, as well about his injury, and he told me last night that he's about three and a half weeks away Uh, for getting on the court and start doing some exercising on the court, shooting baskets and trying to do drills. And if he's three and a half weeks away, he's progressing pretty, pretty fast. He may even be ready by the playoff time, the timetable that he's on right now. I thought that was encouraging news for the Mavericks. Uh, Because if you think about it, with him back in the lineup and a healthy uh, Pages to Yonkovic in the lineup as well, that could be a really good team. Now that sounds like a really good team because you got run as a slasher and a jump shooter, creating shots, and Page will be right there on the, right there at three point line, ready to shoot the ball whenever he's available. So I talked to Mark Cuban about Page and how excited he is to kind of see this team finally get healthy and gel together.
0: I don't know when it'll be, but it'll be kind of a good sort of energy and it'll be exciting for everybody. So. Forward that day whenever it
5: happens. Yeah. Did you have any in mind when you got Page's when he be ready? Oh. And he basically said, Does he have a timetable in mind when he got Page's? He said, No. But, Royce, how good could this team be if Karan makes it back by the playoffs? Page is healthy, Dirk's healthy. And, of course, you got J.J. Barea playing the way he is and everyone else stepping up, like Tyson Chandler. How good could this team be in the playoffs?
6: Well, you know, Rodney, before the injuries, this team was the best team in the West. You remember that? (laughs) They were the best team before all these injuries happened. So if they get back healthy, they they could be a real contender. The one thing they must do is beat San Antonio. (laughs) Yeah. If they could stay close to San Antonio. They got a shot, but, I mean, they're incredible. But uh, this team, I and mean, you know, healthy, they're one of the best teams in the West.
5: Yeah, and he was – and Cuban was definitely excited about last night about the possibility of getting everybody back on the floor and, and having everyone, you know, fit in. And he doesn't want to make another trade, although he will. Don't right. get me wrong.
4: But he doesn't oh, want yeah. to
5: make a trade. He wants to keep the team that he has, and he likes the team. even heard Coach Carlisle say how much he likes his team and thinks they're a good team team too and uh and before we get into a commercial break Dirk had an interesting point about Tyson going to the all-star game and I thought this was interesting too but listen to what Dirk had to say on how he's helping Tyson Chandler get
7: to the all-star game we send this tape to every coach out and I was all part of it so I mean he's playing unbelievable his rebound he's, he's finishing uh, but I'm proud of how he makes his free throws now you know uh when he first got in the league, I think it was like a 50% shooter at that. And now it's like it's his money is automatically two points when he gets the line. So yeah, it's been fun to watch. He's been a great influence on his team from day one. This is positive energy. So really proud of the way he's competing and playing. What was the gist of your message to the coaches? Get his ass in.
0: <laughs> I
7: do to China NBA TV, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
5: And Dirk was joking about having to do China NBA TV. But you heard what he said. His whole message was to the coaches were, hey, get this guy in there. You know, get him in there immediately. But what does that say about Dirk and how he feels about Tyson being in there for him to take the time to put a tape together, send it to coaches, and and lobby to try to get him in? What does that say about how important Tyson is and and a good teammate like Dirk is? Right. You know, Dirk –
6: Obviously, loves the guy, loves having him in Dallas. That takes a lot of pressure off of him. So why not campaign for the guy? He's been playing like all star, right? So that, that that's pretty good of Dirk to do that. You know what I mean? Because I I've never definitely. Well, yeah, I guess he has always been behind the other players. Remember Josh Howard? He's behind him. But uh, to see him do that for him is a big, big thing, right? Very
5: nice. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, I thought it was a big thing Let's take a quick commercial break When we come back we'll play our interview that we did With our guest Mark Cuban Our exclusive that we had from him Where he talked about a little bit of everything But surreal towards comments about 3D TV and how it's so Overrated, now you guys gotta hear this We'll come right back, you listen to The RF Sports Radio Show Where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective
4: Oh the new release from Rifleman, Smoke in the City, Smoke available the now. City. Album features Floatfly, Fly, Make yeah, Him, Jack, it's and it's the big Grit big Boys, big with right. many, many, right. many, many right. other. Also features production shine. from super it's producer none other than Big, big Chris. Available Crit. now at all of your favorite online retailers: big iTunes, big Amazon, one, Amazon one, Napster, Rhapsody, Seven and Digital, digital EMusic, Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's
5: this is RF with the RS Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is?
0: Version of an attorney's regular
3: website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, Blackberry, or Palm, or any
5: Windows based system. So, why does an attorney need lawapps.com?
3: Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So, if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011.
5: So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com?
3: Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, at 1-888-974-6784. Uh,
0: that's one 974
5: 6784 And it's LawApps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages.
2: Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdomencounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdomencounter. Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you.
1: Super Bowl is coming. Don't miss a chance for your business product, service, or website to reach thousands of sports fans from around the world that will be coming to our backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. We have several Super Bowl shows and appearances planned for the biggest evening in sports. We have street teams available to get your message in the hands of sports fans. Don't miss out on reduced advertising rates for more bang for your buck. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. See you at the Super Bowl.
5: Tax time is coming. Now, you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. And we are back live, another edition of the RF Sports Radio Show. Uh, we've had so much going on tonight in our Friday night show, everything from the Mavs versus the Rockets. We talked about that. Jeff Fisher, the NBA All-Star Game, Rangers versus Yankees. And now we want to get to a quick little interview I did. I had a chance to speak with Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, also owner of Net. and he wanted to make sure I mentioned to everyone he is throwing a Super Bowl party. Uh, the Saturday before the Super Bowl, if you want to get in or you have a chance to get in, you have to follow Mark Cuban on Twitter or go to hdnet.com and get all the details about how to get into his party. And he wants everyone to know about that. It's going to be a victory Park. Now, let's talk a little bit about the whole scene. And, and before the game, usually Mark is there. He's working out. That's why you hear all those machines in the background whenever you hear his audio. He works harder than any other owner I know, a lot harder than some players on the team. He's working out, and he's answering questions. I had a chance to finally get him one-on-one. And the thing I wanted to ask him about, Royce, is the fact that Cuban, you know, he owns HDNet. Uh He does a lot of HD programming. He has HD channels on cable, satellite, uh, everything. He's a real technology type of guy cutting edge. I wanted to get his opinion on 3DTV. 3-D is like the new thing. You know, of course, we have several movies in 3-D. They do very well, but it doesn't do that well at home, you know, when you're sitting in front of the TV. And with the whole sports thing now being pushed as a 3-D event, they had the 3-D 3D broadcast of the NBA. They're going to be broadcasting the Super Bowl in 3-D as well, too. Well, I had to get his comments to find out from him, a technology guy like Mark Cuban, what he thought about 3-D TV, especially in the home. And you guys are going to be surprised by some of the stuff he says. And this is our one-on-one with Mark Cuban exclusively on
0: the RF Sports Radio Show.
5: I know you got the AC Net thing. I know you got the party coming up Saturday.
0: We uh-huh. talked about that last time. Uh-huh. What do you think about the whole 3D sports deal? I think it's overrated. Think so, yeah, um, it's just too much hassle to deal with the glasses. True. Um, you know, you just here we are leading up to the Super Bowl. Have you had a single person ask about 3D, wonder about 3D, just right. forward to 3D? Right. No. Yeah. The NBA did a game. In three D and not one single person mentioned it to you. Yeah. In any context at all. Right. So you need to know. So do you think I mean, you're pretty cutting edge. Do you think there ever will
5: be a just a three D everything? I no. mean, I know it does well in the movies but not so much on T V. No,
0: no. no, no. It's a unique experience and needs to be experienced. I think if anything it'll be non sports content. You know, where movies, travel girls in bikinis, you know, where, okay, you can sit around your buddies and be stupid, but again, game, you don't want to miss any of the game, and yeah. your glasses slip, you don't want to miss it. I
5: think about how many glasses you have
0: to have for a Super Bowl party to watch yeah. the 3D. Yeah, it's a hassle. no. I think don't, don't so know. Know. I mean, for movies it will work great, even for sports and venues, it can work great.
1: Yeah,
0: but not so much at home. Not so much at home. Yeah. I think that if there was going to be one sport where it works, it would be wrestling. Yeah. You know, because you can stage it. And make it look good. Yeah, right. So WWE
5: probably has the best shot. Yeah. And if you guys didn't hear it too well, he basically said it in so many words that the, that the whole 3D TV thing is completely overrated, especially when it comes to sports. He says it's not a great idea, and the only sport that it would work for is wrestling, since it's a stage event, they can make a huge production out of it. But I thought it was interesting because he's pretty cutting edge. I mean, he does a lot of stuff. When it comes to broadcast from net to everything else. But, Royce, you mentioned this before. You think the whole 3D thing is overrated, too, right?
6: Oh, yeah, right. You know, I, I take pride in going my entire life without glasses. I certainly don't want to put on a pair to watch TV. <laughs> you know, that's my opinion. Like I said, the movies is one thing. But, uh, like I said, if you had a Super Bowl party, everybody has to have glasses. I mean, that's. I got enough keeping up to re- with the remote, you know. Right. And there's no one trying right. to keep up everybody a pair of glasses. So I, I do think it's overrated. Uh, I, I'm i happy with the HD. Uh, I mean, how can it get any better than that? I don't think 3D is the answer. I really don't. Yeah. So I got to agree with Mark keeping on this one.
5: Yeah, and, and, and I thought it was interesting when he said that he really thought the WWE would be best in – 3D and how it doesn't translate to the whole home experience. But there's so much being made about 3D. They're broadcasting the Super Bowl in 3D, and I didn't know they did that last year in broadcasting in 3D. And no one talked about it. No one knew about it. I mean, why is there no, you know, why is there nothing big going on about 3D? ESPN has a 3D channel,
6: and I don't think anyone watches that. Well, I only know of one channel that's in 3D on TV, and that's ESPN. and like I said, uh, it, I, it's, it's a fad. I don't think it's going to catch on. It's going to be like Beta and VHS, so it, it's not going to catch on. But uh, and who knows what the future TV is going to be. You know, I may be wrong, but I got to agree with Mark Cuban on that. Nobody talks about it. I don't know anybody that owns the set. Do you? You know, so I, I think it's going to be thing of the past. I really do. Yeah, yeah.
5: I want to thank uh, Mark Cuban for doing that. He didn't have to spend any time with me like that before the game, so I'm glad he did that and gave our show the exclusive. Make sure you guys follow Mark Cuban on Twitter if you need to find him. Go to our Twitter page at twitter.com dot slash Sports Radio and find it there. Or go to Dallasmasblog You can read the interview with Mark Cuban uh verbatim, exactly what he said um about that. So we, we thank everyone for tuning in this week. We had a big week of shows. We had a lot of interviews. Go back and download all of our content on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and do a search for RF Sports Radio. Next week, just so you guys are reminded, we'll be doing special shows every day next week with the Super Bowl coming to town. We have a special Super Bowl guide show. So stay in contact with us at all times. Email us to rfsportsradio at com. Or go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, and stay in contact with us. We thank everyone for tuning in this week. We'll see you guys bright and early on Monday at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time for our live show. Thank everyone again, and we talk to you guys next week, and be safe.